0: Beetlejuice 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 Beetlejuice. It's showtime
1: Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com and my co-host today is Barry Rathman
0: I am not an actress I am more involved in the sound part of making movies
1: Happy Thursday, everybody. All right. We've got special guest, Chris Taylor. Hey, I hope
2: everybody looked at my Instagram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Save a living for those of you who forgot. (laughs) Minute number 34. We start with the Maitlands visiting the afterlife. Uh, Well, actually, I guess their visit continues to the afterlife. They stop by the Lost Souls room and discover um, what it means to be a lost soul. So that is pretty much it for the plot of this minute it's not a a plot heavy minute but um i have to say um the offices appear to be even more cave-like in this minute perhaps i might have jumped ahead in the past minute (laughs) i mean
2: no it's just more evidence yeah i I just noticed it a lot more this time Yeah. yeah
1: very very saturnine they're probably on saturn's moon it's like carved out the side of of a topographical element something who knows
0: we also get even more uh even more evidence being a Mm -hmm. being a suicide victim sends you over to the civil servant because we see not only do you see the uh the flat tire tread guy but you also see someone hanging Mm
1: -hmm. yes
2: so uh passing
1: around if if
0: anyone's planning on committing suicide just know you'll be a civil servant for the rest of ever
2: Mm -hmm.
1: the rest of ever until uh, you're just
2: a skeleton puppet yeah
1: yeah that's harsh Yeah. So don't commit suicide, kids. Stay alive (laughs) as long as possible. Stay
0: in life, kids. Well, we've done our part to
1: help people. (laughs) Really, that was the whole point. We were just working up to minute 34 to tell our listeners to, you know, (laughs) carry on and carry forth.
2: But yeah, this time I did notice more of the, the stalactites, stalagmites, and the windows that just show red outside. Out too, which is a little strange.
0: I was gonna say, I also like uh, when you see the guy go through the slot in the wall, uh, do you see the signs?
2: Uh, I think it's all file File pile. Oh, file pile.
0: (laughs) So, uh, and and when you see the uh, hanged guy. When he when he drops the thing on on the guy's desk, it's a very just
2: nah. right? He's he does not care. Like, he takes no pride in his job. No, no, he does not. They're um, pretty
1: lax with their paperwork, but I mean, they've got 125 years to complete any single person's paperwork, yeah. so it's not really you know an incentive to go any faster. And, and plus, True. what
2: would the paperwork even be? And it's just something to keep them busy. It's busy work, is really what it actually is—just mm. busy work for the dead. Oh. Uh, what I uh, like is that um, the flat guy goes by Adam and Barbara, and he makes a joke that I'm assuming he makes with every newbie once they come in. Yes. You know, how do I – there's no mirrors on this side. How do I look? And they're like, fine. You look fine. Really? Because I've been feeling a little flat. Ha, ha, ha. And then he goes through his door after this really haunting laugh. Um But what I like is the way that they just avert their eyes. Like Adam is just staring at the floor the whole time. Just like, fine, you look fine. (laughs) Don't stare. Don't stare. (laughs) I I think that would be the hardest thing in the afterlife is to not stare at people. Mm-hmm. Especially for Harry, because he's got the bulgy eyes. Oh, does he <laughs> so even just have eyelids? He, couldn't even he can't help it. He's gonna <laughs> stare at everybody.
0: <laughs> like I don't mean it really. Picking up from the last minute, flight 409 is a reference to United 409, which crashed on October 6th, 1955. It was apparently like one of the worst airline disasters until, or at that time, and no one knows why it crashed. Which also throws into a doubt the entire temporal mechanics of this place.
1: Mm. Wait, why does it throw it into doubt? Everything
0: is yeah. warped. Yeah, but if Flight 409 is just arriving, unless they all decided to take their... Because time their, is their, all
2: over the place, so yeah. it doesn't matter. So. Unless yeah. they're, unless
0: they're taking all their health uh, the health benefits at the same time.
2: like fi- Flight 409. So they got a flight's arriving from 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. We got future Charlie yep. from like 50 years in the future. Yep. So time has no meaning. It is... The the waiting room is like the TARDIS,
0: or, yeah, or a space between.
1: Oh, hey! Wow. So the space between was uh, something that our other guest star, um, Anthony Phillips, directed. And me, Julie Faye, um, acted in and Barry Rathbun here um, did sound on. And I so, watched it. <laughs> and Chris Taylor watched the movie. So we're all connected to this little short film called The Space Between, which will eventually become, wow, you know, this was totally by accident, I think, and it's become a whole pitch, which will become one third of a movie. We're going to be shooting the second third this year, um, eventually a part of an anthology. And if this is still around, you know, if you guys still are listening, um, we'll eventually post a link to the completed film whenever it uh, gets finished. Wow! That was
0: amazing! Suicide in the Space Between. Our work here is done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Do we even need to finish the movie at this
2: point? Nah. Nope. Let's just all walk away, call it quits. (laughs) Drop the mic. (laughs) Shake hands. Assume everything went fine for everybody. (laughs) There might eventually be a character named Beetlejuice in it. (laughs) Could just be the ghost of Cal Worthington. I don't know.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, there is more to minute 34, so we should at least finish minute 34. Right?
0: <laughs> well, we get the heavy foreshadowing of the lost souls. So he says they were from people who have been exercised. Does that mean uh, you get punished if you try to possess someone in the living?
1: Oh, that's interesting. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Possibly.
0: Maybe that's their don't do that. Policy. That's what all the I'm sure it's all in the handbook.
2: Yeah. We should read this handbook. Yeah, too. we should. <laughs> but yeah, when they're going down the hallway in uh, the Adam's shirt room, because the floor, whenever I, I first see that room, the floor, I'm like, that's Adam's shirt <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't think about it like that. I just thought about it as foreshadowing for the fact that yeah. they almost get exercised and... They say it's death for the dead. So do you just like float around in like this ghost room? That's for... What it looks like?
1: That sounds miserable. That's even worse than being a civil servant. Yeah. But, but is there the one hundred
2: twenty five year limit on that too, or
1: Ooh. Ooh. or does it start
2: fresh? Ooh.
1: <laughs> Ooh. We need to get our hands on a copy of that handbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like thinking because it's kind of a dark
2: thought. But it's not, I don't know. if it's that not, not, not dark? But since uh, two out of the three writers of the movie have died. I like thinking that their ghosts are being asked these questions by other people that have seen them. We'd be like, let me, let me ask you about this. What about this aspect of it?
1: Wow, the discussions in ghost cafes. Mm-hmm.
2: In ghost cafes. Ghost we miners. get the,
0: the janitor uh, telling us all this. However, the janitor in the script is specified as sinister man, although he doesn't do anything else.
1: But just be a janitor... Yeah. Also, what... Who gets that straw? I'm going to be a janitor <laughs> in the afterlife. I mean, you know, is there anything that that gives you it makes you more predisposed to be the janitor? Oh, well,
0: apparently you are. If you're semi bow or bow, however he pronounces it. Uh, the only other really thing I saw that he did, he was man in diner and. In- Wee's Big Adventure. So that's mm. how you know. Aww. Maybe he was one
1: of Tim him. Burton's buddies and was Probably. like, you know, I'm gonna put you in as a. Yeah, as a you look
2: kinda I th- I kind of sinister. I thought he looked like yeah, a spooky Christopher Lloyd is what I was. Yes, thinking was. nice. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so I could easily see that.
2: But I-, I like also thinking maybe his job in the civil service world isn't even uh, being a janitor. Perhaps he is just exposition man. Like I'm just oh. gonna stand in the hallway, pretend to be mopping this one clean area of the entire afterlife because. The, the 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 checkered hallway was actually pretty clean it looked like comparatively oh, he's and doing his job. he's doing his job well <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's what it is maybe he waits for people to come down and he's like he's got like a little remote it's like okay they're walking by the lost souls room activate door and now and then they so that they'd be like whoa just so he can walk up behind them and be like that's the lost souls room <laughs> foreshadowing <laughs> pretty
0: much because in the script he, he shows up dumps the exposition and then scuttles off
1: <laughs> they kind of give you a good reason though or at least the art department gives a, gives him a good reason to be there because i noticed there is a little tiny door with a little pitched roof over the door which makes it look like it's a dog door um right where he is. So if there are any dogs and they happen to, you know, you know, do the things that dogs do on the floor, he is positioned in the perfect spot. So he just cleans up after peeing Beetlejuice dogs? Is that his job? <laughs> yes, if your theory is true, they're <laughs> all Beetlejuice dogs. <laughs> so, you know, at least the art department tried to give him a reason for being in that corner.
0: Go Duncan. <laughs> Go Charman.
1: Go Charman. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of cute. The little dog door.
2: I remember also whenever I saw this as a kid, I, whenever – this is another one of those things that spooked me whenever I saw it, like the room and kind of like, oh, that's scary. And then whenever people started floating up in front of it, I was like, this was this is Raiders of the Lost Dark. What am I watching? <laughs> ah, yes. I thought these are the ghosts <laughs> from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm so confused. It could have been
0: worse, again, in the script. Suddenly, floating up from below, immediately on the other side of the window, a white crepe face emerges. It seems to be that of a woman. Her eyes are red and blue tears rim them. Her pale skin is covered with a flaking crust of salt. She wears the saddest look ever. Her mouth opens plaintively, but no sound comes.
1: Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if they Tim never... Burton again, everybody, <laughs> creepy and awesome. If they
2: never if they never do Beetlejuice Go's Hawaiian nightmare whatever and just remake it remake this script this has got some really crazy stuff in it (laughs)
0: well obviously if if people have been living uh, living if people have been listening since the beginning they would have heard all about what might have been what might have
1: been tim burton's big nightmare is the name of that minute if you're going backwards in time although you should be listening to this in chronological order it's because there's just some cool stuff and
2: the, the 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 exercise ghosts are also one of those things that i love that i still see look at them and like that is spooky but i'm amused by it because it's so spooky like it's one of those things where it's kind of fun to be scared mm-hmm. kind of thing. like to this day the librarian ghost in the first ghostbusters movie mm. creeps me out yeah no just oh
1: yeah the ectoplasm
2: Ugh. yeah the the bursting out and i i know it's coming the movie is way like over 30 years old at this point i've watched it that long and mm-hmm. you know i know it's coming but still looking at her if you like freeze frame on her i'm like oh, that's awesome that looks great can we move on now you know because it's just one of those things but i love it because it is so spooky at the same time like that it's something that you know this is fiction this is fake but it still affects you it's
1: kind of cool it still affects you get her <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, where were the Ghostbusters during this? Yeah, where would Ghostbusters fit into the afterlife?
0: Different universe. This is not a shared universe. The, the, they're, they're too busy in the
2: Casper minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh... The Beetlejuice Ghostbusters Casper mashup on the Beetlejuice Minute and speaking of that, that wraps up minute number 34. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a minute 35. Bye. Bye-bye. Toodle Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.